Hey, good morning, friends. Good morning, my love. <laughs> I don't have a nickname for you. It's just Vicky or Mom. Mom's the uh, nickname. I know it's horrible. Does that make that me... you call me Mom? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. And the same as Nana and Pa, but it's just because of our kids. Just no, it's nonstop. Mom, Mom, Mom. So your name has morphed into Mom. It's... I know. I tried, like, yesterday, I tried actually to call you Vicky. Oh. Yeah, I called up the stairs. I hollered up, and I said, Vicky! <sighs> There's a phrase. I'm starting to, um, we're going through belief systems. One of the phrases that I never thought was um, off was forgive and forget. And I see how off that is now. And it's a belief system that lots of us hold dear to. You just got to forgive and forget. And then our program of recovery says we come into a place of neutrality. And our darkest moments can be the brightest light for others. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like Because, I, I, yeah, it's not about forgetting. It's about how do we serve other people with our darkest moments. Hi, Darlene. What is good today? Um, another thing is, so is this statement, does, does this statement, is this a right or wrong belief system statement? Um, there are no dumb questions. I would say that that's a correct. Is it? But you disagree. I don't know. I mean, you know I, why? Cause you're I, very judgmental. No, I was taking, no, I always say that there is no dumb questions because somebody, somebody challenges my questions all the time. Oh, that's just a stupid question. And I'm like, no, there's no stupid questions, just stupid answers. And it feels good when I say that. So I'm challenging that belief system. But I had a question this week and I would say, I, I would say it's the question of the week thus far uh, from a little friend of mine. And the question was, do I wax my head? Do you wa oh, do okay. I wax my head? And I was like, I no, I don't. I don't even wax yeah, my car. Like you know what? Like like to pull the hair out, right? She doesn't no. make it shiny. She what? I don't think she was asking. Do I wax it like my? Yes. Remember once we waxed my back? <laughs> oh we oh we yeah, have we're live. I shouldn't talk about Darlene that. got no, that was a horrible. Badge for being top fan. Top fan, <laughs> darling. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Wear that badge. Um, remember, I wa we waxed my back. I tried to get earwax, like wax to wax my ears because the hair but falls down. When John down. gets on a topic, he just keeps going. When you get older, <laughs> when you get older, there's no changing hair, direction. Hair goes in different places. No, I tried to get that cold wax. That's stupid. It just causes so much pain. So you think the question was, do I wax like, or do I wax, like shine my head like with like car wax? Why would? Oh, so yeah. Now I don't really even know the question, but definitely I do not wax my head like a like um ripping wax. That's horrific. <laughs> like that's like some ancient torture. Um, and no, I don't wax it either way. Either way, I don't wax it. Nor do I wax my car. I just trust the elements. <laughs> so are Thanks there for dumb... clearing that up. I was really curious I thought, and are everybody there dumb, was wondering. Are there dumb questions? Yep. Or only dumb answers? There's, there are dumb answers. There are dumb answers. No, mm -hmm. I know that. But mm -hmm. is that a false belief system? Is that there's only stupid answers? There's no stupid questions. 
Because I heard that in school, like as a little kid. There's no stupid questions. If yeah. you have a question, you should ask it. The teacher would always tell me, "No, John, there's it's no stupid questions." They don't want questions. you to feel shy about asking a they question. They don't use the word stupid in school. Dumb, I think. All right. If you have any thoughts on this topic, I would love. I would love your feedback. Is this a false belief system? I don't really know. All right. What day is it? Fourteen. Your read. Let's get into our meditation of the day. Sponsorship. Oh, sponsorship. What's it all about is the title of a booklet available to any member of the 12-step program. This is a new thought to many people who first come into 12-step program. We may doubt that we're strong enough in the program. We may think we haven't had time. We haven't time to take on somebody else's troubles. Being a sponsor is a great adventure, but it's more than that. It is a great education in human relations and in spiritual growth. Once we start, we're amazed to find how much we have absorbed of the Al-Anon program. And from this personal interchange and sharing, the sponsor often gains even more than the sponsored. Today's reminder, it is not only the newcomer who benefits from having one particular person to look to for guidance. Even the old timer in the program may find that another member with different and perhaps better insights can be of immense help. As one member put it, answers came not from books, but from mutual caring and thinking out loud with someone you felt comfortable with. Quote, I would strongly recommend sponsorship to anyone in Al-Anon or AA or any 12-step program. It opens a whole new area of mind and heart. It's a big job and you have to grow in it. You... I am certain have a lot to say. You always <laughs> have a lot to say. You have very I was gonna say opinionated I have opinions. So much on this topic. Yep. And especially like even mm-hmm. like recently, I grow in my understanding. Mm-hmm. I know sixteen years ago when I was at a treatment center at a homeless shelter, I knew that I Why'd you get kicked out of your I didn't trust treatment anymore. center? No, I almost got kicked out for not having a sponsor. For not having a sponsor. And I latched on to one of the counselors there because I knew he was one of us. I could tell, like, you know, wherever I go, I can feel out my people. And so I used him a lot. Like, I would go to him. I would sit at his, ask questions. And one night, I got I got offended at a AA meeting. They told me that there was no crosstalk. I didn't even know what that meant. And I was like... Man, if somebody interrupts me like that, where I come from, I'm going to punch you in the throat. Like, I was so mad and hurt. And, like, I was, like, you know that mad that you get when you're, like, there's no, like, I'm not going to punch anybody, but I'm going to cry. Like, that kind of mad. I, w- I walked all the way home so mad um, to, the, to, the, uh, to the treatment center, and he was working. So I went and talked to him. And he's, like, oh, you should talk to your sponsor about that. He's, like, yeah, great idea. And he's, like, you don't have a sponsor. I was, like, oh. No, I haven't found one yet. And he goes, well, if you don't find one by tomorrow evening, then I'm going to have to excuse you from the program because it's mandatory you have one. And I was like, well, I've only been here three months. And he goes, three months. <laughs> well, three months and one day is what I'm going to give you. And I went to the next meeting and my hands are sweaty. My throat was dry. And I asked a man for help. Um, and, and that was the beginning of sponsorship. And so then sponsorship to me is when you lead somebody through the, the, a program of action, that's, that's our job. And so how do I be a sponsor? Well, I truly believe that I have to have a message of weight and depth that has transformed my life and a recipe that has guided me to do that. And then 
out of that because it says in step 10 and 11, we live those steps. Out of that, the byproduct is I want to pass on the message. So many people that I've worked with is they just pass on the message. Do they have a relationship with God in step 10 and 11? Not necessarily, but they start doing the work of like, oh, you got to pass on the message. You got to have sponsees. You got to do all this stuff. And I'm not doing it as a byproduct out of my relationship with God. And then recently I've met these people down in the United States of America because Zoom's like opened up my world of, of recovery. And it's like the, the people that I've found and, and starting to get to know them and having a new sponsor in the last two years down there, um, they work with uh, hundreds of people. Like it blows my mind of like, and and I could try to intellectualize and they're retired, but they're not, they have businesses, they're CEOs and they work with tens and dozens and hundreds of people at a time. It like blow. Well, that's because they're not sitting, listening to people's problems. Yeah, exactly. And trying to give them advice. That is not sponsorship. And, and so the, the way the sponsor had, had left me off was here's your amend. This is how you do your amends. These are the cue cards. This is, we kind of wrestled through some of them and he goes, yeah, let me know when, when you start making amends and if you need help, because when you hit the amends, now you have the relationship with God as directed. So make your amends as directed by the director. My sponsor is not the director. Hmm. And so that was really freeing of like, oh, are we done? Like, What? And then um, in recent times, like I still meet with him once a week just because we grew in our relationship, but we talk more about other, like the traditions or we're going through a different part of the big book or we're talking about our step 10 and 11. We talk about our prayer and meditation time. So it's been really uplifting in that way because the that relationship kind of shifted a little bit. So um, from this reading, what are you going to take to meditate on through your day? Is... What is motivating me to be a sponsor? Because if it's not my relationship with God and the message that's transformed my life, then I'm sponsoring out of selfishness. Mm. And so I have had a new kindling, a new spark of sponsoring people and and meeting with people because it doesn't feel like this long drawn out thing. It's like, here's the process. Here's the treasure map. Let's go find the treasure. Yay, you found the treasure. Okay, off little bird. <laughs> and 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 I think that's a great way of doing it. So yeah, learning and growing in that of like what's my motive what's motivating me to pass on the message? Um the the answer needs to be my relationship with God. And the byproduct is step twelve. There's so much more to talk about on this topic, but what, what, give Thank me, you. give me one, give me one nugget. I don't, I don't have anything to I add. I think your nugget was that we're not bankers, that we're not relationship advisors, that we're not um, um, punching bags, we're not puke toilets. Um, I think that's good, a good way to have a relationship because you're taking somebody to the treasure with yeah, a treasure map. I think that there's, a, there's. That's exactly it. Like I'm not, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I don't have trauma. You know, I can't help someone in that way. Um, but when I've done the program, when I've worked the steps, when I'm doing step 10 and 11 and I have a, a relationship with God, 
come that's come through this program and I know how to how to like take someone through this work mm-hmm. that is my relationship with mm-hmm. them is to take them through this work because it's not a natural thing to do and if I do it out of selfishness then I do one person at a time maybe two and I I, I make it about me and mm-hmm. about this is how we have to do it this is what I need from you um, God, and we said that you said this yesterday, God never changes what I'm doing. He changes what I want to do. So it's not natural that I sit with people throughout a day or throughout the week and, and do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but God changes my heart to want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I get excited about it. So anyway, I got to meet some people today. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for joining us. Keep the peace, be of good behavior, and we will see you tomorrow.